Hi there. I'm creator, educator, and gentleman, Jim Jackson. Welcome to Radio Creative, where we look at ways to expand your natural creativity and tap into it when you want to in your life, work, and art. I like to think of this as a lunch break podcast. You've got enough time to get your food, listen, and be back doing what you need to be doing in under 30 minutes. So, let's get creative. Radio Creative Oh, sorry, I was muted there. Like so many of us have been this past year when we tried to say something. Now, the funny thing about being muted is that someone else has to tell us that they can't hear us. So, what happens then when it's our creative voice? that's muted. Often, there's no one to tell us that our creativity has been silenced. How many people think they aren't creative when all they have to do is unmute their innate creative voice? And without a button to press, what's the first step to unmuting ourselves? Well, according to my guest today, we start by creating a personal brand for ourselves. That first step of creation can help us unlock our hidden creativity and unmute our creative voices. Today on Radio Creative, we're talking to personal brand expert, marketer, and writer Lacey Leafers about unmuting our creative voices and building our personal brand, one of the most creative acts any of us can do. Well, hey, everybody. In this episode, we're talking to writer, editor, and branding specialist, Lacey Leafers. So as a marketer, of course, everyone everyone as a marketer wears many hats. Strategist, creator, visionary, author, editor, and organizer. The love Lacey has for marketing stems from being able to create that big picture strategy and vision and turning it into a reality. She helps people promote their brand and works with them to understand their audience, who they are, what their pain points are, and how a creative product or service can benefit them. I actually met Lacey when she was in an all-day class I was teaching the summer before my first book, How to Tell a Really Good Story About Absolutely Anything, came out. And she came came down across from, sat down across from me at the lunch break and said, tell me more about your book. And yeah, I, I wished I'd given people a longer lunch break for that because we all like to talk about our creative endeavors. Lacey, welcome. Thanks, Tim. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was a really great lunch. I could have definitely picked your brain for a while. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your story? Yeah, my story. So I have, I own my own marketing firm, Black Fox Marketing. I help build marketing strategies, develop and launch brands. I provide business development coaching. I, you know, in sum, I'm a marketer, brand developer, strategist, editor, creator, for sure. As you kind of mentioned there, I have a passion for building brands. I love understanding consumer behavior, and I really just love helping clients shape and share their own brand stories. Outside of work, I love spending my time reading, writing, doing activities. You can find me outside doing anything from hiking, camping, to snowshoeing, to cross-country skiing. I actually just picked up the last couple of years, so I like to just be busy. Nice. So for you personally, how do you define creativity? What makes someone creative? I'll start by saying that everybody has a personal brand. And a personal brand is a combination of who you are and how others perceive you. And your brand is a storytelling portion of your life, of your journey. And creativity is the way a person expresses themselves and shares that story with the people in the world around them. So yes, it's in the things you do, you create, it's how you dress, it's how you speak, it's how you act, 
but creativity is literally just your method for sharing who you are. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. So let's go into into that a little bit more. So because a, a lot of people would think that that might be reversed. You you do your creative work and then you try to share it to, to the world in, in whatever way that you can. But you're saying that um, your your brand is, is, is who you are and your creativity expresses that. Go, go into a little more detail. Like a, um, would that be through an artistic way or, or just generally in life? It's in both. So what people don't realize, and not everybody realizes, is that everybody is creative. So everybody has, again, it's, it's the way you share your message and your story with people, but everybody has their own way to be creative. So for some that is more artistically, so it's composing, it's painting, sculpting, writing, acting. For others, it's in maybe more tangible types of things. So it's in building an IT infrastructure, developing a new software, how they approach a problem or a strategy or something that they want to solve. It's in the things you do, how you dress, how you speak and present yourself. So creativity is literally just what you do say, think, speak to share yourself. Oh, very. I love that. I love that. So it's creativity. I'm going to even repeat it because it's, it absolutely bears repeating. Creativity is what you do, say, think, speak. Is that what you said? Yeah. Perfect. I even got it right. <laughs> nice. Um, so what about your creative process? Like, do you have a ritual when you're, when you're going to do some kind of create, creative work uh, through writing or marketing? Or do the ideas just come whenever? And is it different between writing and your more client-based work? It's a bit of both, to be honest. It really, it really depends on the situation and what I'm trying to create or the environment I'm in or if there's a deadline or not. So in some ways, yes, it's a ritual. It's me getting in a clear space and getting into the right mind frame of what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to create. It's trying to figure out, okay, what do I, what do I need to solve, what I need to do? And when I say solve, I mean, yes, professionally, because maybe it's a campaign I'm trying to build. Maybe it's a brand I'm trying to develop or logo I'm helping create or a whole marketing strategy that I'm building for a client. Or maybe it's something I'm trying to write. So I want to figure out, okay, what am I trying to do with what's the goal of this? So it's a bit ritualistic in terms of I need that space. I need to be surrounded by people, things, stuff that's going to help inspire that creativity. But also, a lot of the times, things just come to me. I have notes in every type of form always with me. Literally, sometimes paper, on my phone, on a laptop. I'm constantly keeping notes when an idea sparks. Because, and a lot of people can probably attest to this, but creativity isn't always structured and strict. It comes at you because maybe you're out walking and you see something, and maybe the way the light comes through the trees gives you this great idea for a color you want to paint or something you hear in between someone else's conversation gives you an idea of something you can do for characters when you're writing a book or sometimes you're having when you're sleeping and you wake up and you have this dream and you somehow solve this problem you've been tackling or have this idea of something you can do so it's really just at its core it's being in tune with yourself how you're triggered and really allowing that process to come forth. Hmm. Very interesting. So you mentioned deadlines uh, before and, and, and that that would affect creativity in a good way or in a bad way? It can be in both. You, 
depends on the, I guess it depends on what you're trying to create and do. The fact is that creativity, you're not always allowed the freedom to create whenever you want or whenever you do. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you do have that liberty, but a lot of times, whether it's through work or you're trying to create something, you have a deadline, whether it's self-imposed or from someone else. So you do need to find a way to kind of work within that realm. And you do almost have to be a little bit more structured, but again, in the terms of how can I be in the best mind frame to create? Where can I best create? What can I do to help get this flowing? So yeah, you sometimes have those obstacles and those blocks to create, but it's being open to it and allowing it to to happen. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, we talk a lot on Radio Creative about constraints and how constraints can actually help creativity because it gives you something to look at other than just, you know, the blank page or the flashing cursor or or whatever. Like where do you find that? I'm specifically wanting to hear that from from you in your in your marketing perspective, but certainly in your in your writing as well. Uh, because I think you have a lot of constraints when you're working with the client because they have their own ideas, they have their own their starting place that may not be exactly where you see it. So how do those constraints fit into what, to what you create? Yeah, absolutely. And it's true. It's the work I do is defined by other people's deadlines. So you're trying to get something because maybe they have a product or a company or new service they need to launch. They want to create a new website within a certain time. It's them not wanting to put their business on pause for as long as possible. So you have to work with what fits their for their schedule and in terms of I guess working with those blocks and those deadlines it it really you almost really need to be a lot more structured for what you're trying to create or what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish and by when so be clear on your scheduling don't overbook yourself be immediate up front if maybe there is a bit of an obstacle because maybe you can meet with that client and work through something with them to solve an issue that you're maybe having with product X or service Y. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have, do you have an example of that or any like specific constraints that uh, you've come up against that you, that you needed to solve creatively and, uh, and found a way to, to work through that? A lot of times in marketing, you don't always get a great lead time for projects. It's someone coming and saying, Hey, I want to do this. Can you get it done today mm -hmm. or in a couple of days? or we want to have an event next week and you just, you got to do it because again, if it's a really great opportunity, there's a great thing that you can take advantage of. You can't just say, well, we're kind of busy. We're over, we're overloaded. Mm -hmm. So you do just have to work with it. And, and it is usually pretty quick. Or if someone wants you to build a whole strategy for their product launch, they're not always going to get the length of time it takes. So you might ideally want to have quite a few weeks, but, they're thinking that, great, we had a call in a few days, she's going to get this to me and then we can action it by the end of the week. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And time, time is one of the biggest ones because I think a lot of uh, creative people out there who, who maybe don't have the time restraints of, of being creative in their job, who, who maybe just want to write a book or something, uh, they, they think, okay, well, it's, not, it, it's just going to take the amount of time it takes, right? And I certainly find that that is when I'm not creative and I even have trouble sitting down and writing if, mm -hmm. if, if the deadline doesn't matter. So you talked about self-imposed deadlines and I'll certainly do that as well. Do you do that with your, your work that maybe doesn't have a client deadline? I do. I, 
because sometimes you almost, if you, um, if you don't have a deadline, you almost get too into your head about things. And then you strive for that perfection. So you want to wait, put something out, and you can keep working on a project forever because maybe it isn't really specific on something. Maybe it's working on your own website or your own product or revamping your services and you just keep tweaking and you never quite get there. So you almost do have to put that deadline. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in terms of other imposed, it's, you know, the biggest obstacle I actually always find myself and what always kind of restricts that creativity is that, that self doubt or that fear of failure or that fear of things not being mm-hmm. good enough. And it's something that a lot of people actually struggle with and it's normal. It's very normal. And it's something that a person has to constantly work on because maybe it's something new or maybe you're sharing it to someone else, or it's even a client project you're working on and you just want it to be so good because you want them to succeed. And it really depends a lot on what you've written or what you put together for them to launch. And you really have to constantly think about that, that value that you can add. It's almost like at points you almost have to give yourself a bit of an internal or verbal pep talk about what you can do and get yourself that confidence of, yes, you're skilled in this. You have experience. You have a unique way of looking at things that can provide value or can give something extra to this. Don't give in to that fear. Don't give in to that resistance to prevent yourself from creating and from accomplishing what you're trying to do. Mm, I love the way you you put that. that. That's great. So you talked about perfection. Have you found that uh, in, in in either your own life or with or with clients that perfection becomes this this obstacle really to uh, to creativity because you're trying to get it out perfect right away, whereas maybe from from a business perspective, good is what we need, or even great, but it doesn't, but not perfect. Have you have you come across that? Absolutely. I always say perfection is the enemy of creativity. And sometimes you get so caught up in trying to have everything absolutely perfect. You could almost lose sight of that big picture vision. And maybe what looks slightly imperfect to you could actually be perfect to the end audience. Mm -hmm. So who's going to be looking at whatever it is you've created. And again, so it's that not getting in your head and just allowing a piece and what works and realizing that sometimes there are going to be time constraints. There are going to be budget constraints. There's human capacity constraints that are going to restrict. So maybe you might have to say it could be this, but because of all these things we've got that we need to worry about, it's going to look like this. And I'm okay with that because I'm happy with that product. It's going to fit our needs. It's still as great as we can make it. And people are still going to be happy with it. Nice, nice. All right. So aside from then, then perfection, what other obstacles do you have that, that prevent you being creative, creative, different than, than what we were talking about before with constraints that may increase creativity, but actual obstacles? And, and what do you do to, co- to overcome those obstacles? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, of course, that the biggest obstacles usually always yourself and those that fear of self-doubt and that. But a lot of times, it's life that can become an obstacle. If you got to, maybe you have to take your kids somewhere or you've got to run an errand or you've got a really busy work day and you just have to execute upon tasks. You don't have time to really create something new. Sometimes you just have that mental fatigue and mental burnout that you just, you're tired and you just can't create. Those can prevent. And really the only thing you can do with those is to allow that disruption. 
allow that grace to happen. Don't stress about it because the minute you try to then force creativity when you're not in the right mindset, you turn into something you have to do, not something you want to do or that you're going to be engaged to do. And you can actually, the end product is going to suffer as a result of it. So take that break, take that forced upon break, go out for a walk if you need to just clear your head and you're not feeling quite there. Go do whatever it is you need to get done in your life. Chuck off any things off your list that's going to help you just feel better and that you've done more. And then move past it. Take the break and then allow yourself to get to the right space again. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock talks about working with, with other writers when they were writing the, uh, the, the films, right? And uh, he said, as soon as they got to a point where they just couldn't figure out what needed to happen next, he would say, no, we're pushing. We're pushing too hard. We need to step back. We need to go do something else for a minute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. I love that. What about um, what about clients as obstacles? I mean, we're, we've both uh, been in fields where where you need to bring creativity to solve client problems, and maybe the clients aren't always as receptive to creative solutions as, as we might want them to be. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, and I have in the terms of, but we always do it this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's a standard thing you'll get. We've always done it this way. It works. It's easy. Our team knows how to implement it. We know how to action upon it. And when you really think about it, it's their fear of failure that's causing those things to be said. Sometimes they are nervous about trying something different and something new. So with your clients, as much as you have to, you're there to fight a service, you almost have to be in a way, a therapist of rooting down to why are they actually saying these things, not what they're saying. Why are they saying what's the emotion that's driving them to say that? And then working through that with them that you can provide. And I've had it happen a lot. And sometimes you still get to a place where you still just have to do that thing because they're not quite at that point. So we'll try something really unique or creative and that's fine. So how can we take what they want and make it as efficient or as creative as possible? And then other times you can change your mind frame and also you can create something new. And when you do, then that means you really have to try to measure the results and how it worked. So now you can go back and give them something qualitative, something quantitative that you can say, here is the actual result by doing this or implementing this new process or system or campaign. Right. And it really helps to then sell yourself when you're trying to do something new again or push it a little bit further the next time. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. That's that that's perfect cuz I think that's that is one of the the banes of of working as a creative, right? Where you get to bring your creativity to work is that not everybody may be as receptive as we'd like them to be. Exactly. So, one of the things I always like to ask people is we talked about that fear, that self-doubt, that uh, desire to have it perfect right out of the gate and we need to get, get over that to, to actually create anything because that's crippling. It's, it's like giving ourselves permission to be creative. So what, what do you do personally to mm-hmm. give yourself permission to be creative? The biggest thing I could say is just allowing it to happen when it happens. So think of yourself of when you're having a conversation with someone, you're not going to cut them off mid-sentence. So why would you do the same to yourself when all of a sudden you have inspiration or you have this idea or something you want to create so allow that moment if you can't action upon it right away write it down keep some lists somewhere in different formats different places 
but allow that moment to happen. Because the worst thing you can do is when you keep saying, oh, I don't have time for this, I can't do this, is eventually you teach that creative voice that it, it needs to mute, that it can't speak up. So you almost block your creativity. So it's mm. allowing it to happen, allow the ideas, maybe you can't always action upon it right away, or maybe not ever, but still let it exist. Write it down, come back to it later when you do have the time, come back to it when you can try something new or bounce it off of someone else, and then explore what you can do later on. Mm, I like that. Oh, thank you. And then on the other side, really be in tune with yourself. You know, when we talk about creativity being that way you express your personal brand, you have to be very clear about what your personal brand is. So what are my triggers? What are my inspiration points? What do I like? Where do I like to create? What do I like to do? Who inspires me? And really get in tune as well with, you know, these moments that are just pure magic, where you can just get in the mind frame, you know what you need to do. You've got everything in the right space. You've got the right music playing. Maybe there's silence. Maybe you've got certain things set out to help spark creativity. Maybe it's a clear space altogether, but knowing exactly what's going to help you get in that right frame of mind and then doing it and being very honest about that and then making those choices to make sure that that happens. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love I love that phrasing. Uh, uh, unmute or mute. You you learn to mute your creative yeah. voice, and there isn't a lot of um, hard and fast things that we know through research uh, about creativity. But one of the ones that we do know is that it can't. You you don't learn it. You you start with yeah. it, and but you can learn not to do it. Exactly. And that's exactly how you do it. You keep every time you have this, this inspiration, you say, Oh, not now. Oh, it's not going to be very good. And then the inspiration starts to, to, to dwindle. Mm -hmm. But of course you can bring it back. Like, like you said, by, by not doing those things mm -hmm. and allowing it to happen. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Do you have any tips for people to bring out their own creativity and their work and their life and their art? I have a couple of tips. The first is really, you know, in the theme of getting in tune with yourself, spend some time almost doing a self audit or assessment of yourself. What things do you do? What places are you at? What people are you speaking to that you get that almost that spark of passion or you get that creativity flowing and think about, okay, what was happening? What was going on in the background? What was happening in the forefront? What was I doing? What about it was really working for me? And then kind of marking that. And then, of course, on the adverse is what was dimming that creative fire within myself? What prevented me from being able to finish creating or creating it all? So really getting in tune with what works for you, what doesn't, being honest about those things. So making the choices that are going to fit. For example, if really loud noise and loud space doesn't work for you for creating, but you're at work and you have to create something, maybe find an empty office that you can go into for an hour or 30 minutes even to get that quiet that you need to do in terms of because another big problem is you know sometimes you want to create you have the time everything's there everything should say you're ready to create but sometimes you just can't you just have like that resistance is coming in that fear of failure is coming on to you and the worst piece of advice that I've ever heard is someone saying, well, just do it. So if you're trying to write, someone says, well, just start writing or just start painting. That's the worst advice you can give to someone because that's the problem. Hmm. So instead, just do one small thing. Is it maybe getting your space cleared of clutter? Is it 
listening to a certain soundtrack that puts you in a better frame of mind or taking a walk or maybe you know along the theme of you have to write something for a, a campaign or a project or a software then write something smaller so okay let's maybe just do the outline or let's read through past notes do something that's going to get you re-excited about that task or what you have to do to get you in the frame of mind that you then can create and you then can do that project Nice. Fantastic. All right. And where on the webs can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me at www.blackfoxmarketing.ca for any marketing support. For editing support, you can find me at www.oneleafediting.ca. And personally, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Fantastic. Thank you, Lacey. That was that was wonderful. Yeah, thank you, Jim. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Talk soon. Okay, take care. And as always, I'd like to thank my guest and our sponsor, Prairie Soul Incorporated. If you're looking for ways to increase your creativity or the creativity of your team, Prairie Soul can help with a la carte or customized solutions to get your message across or bone up on your communication skills creatively. And of course, please subscribe so you can know when a new episode of Radio Creative is ready to help you expand your natural creativity and tap into it when you want to in your life, work, and art. So until next time, stay cool, stay curious, and stay confident. Take care out there, everybody. Radio Creative.